The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving Purdue's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Boilermakers amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them Boiler Breakdown sent you for $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Webb's is happy to announce that they are providing flu shots by appointment right in your car. Simply call to set up an appointment and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webb's Family Pharmacy the professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Melton today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. They have to win there. Painter understands. Oh, anybody! John Hopkins baptizing the masses! Trying to save it. Jump ball here, and kept in place by Edwards. What a great they numbers. They got numbers. Edwards steps it in! That is Boilermaker legend and current Boston Celtics guard Carson Edwards welcoming everybody to another episode of the Boiler Breakdown podcast. Carson Edwards knows a thing or two about beating the Hoosiers. (laughs) Never lost. Never lost to them. Uh, we can say that for quite a few guys on our in our program yeah. now as uh, nine including straight a lot of students, yeah, including a lot of students. Nine straight over the Hoosiers, one thousand. Uh, now I don't have the the number in front of me now. Uh, <laughs> one thousand eight hundred and forty three days, I believe, I'm counting. I titled the episode whatever the title <laughs> of the episode says. That's what it is, but I can't see it in front of me. So, welcome everybody. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host Evan Webb, our other co-host Andrew Eiler can't make it with us tonight. So you're all stuck with just the two of us. Apologizing to you in advance. Yes, sir. But um, in. boilers are rolling, Webbing. They are rolling. Won both games last week over in Wisconsin and Indiana. They've won 11 of the last 14. Two of those three losses came when Sasha Stavanovic was out with COVID. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty good yeah. right now. Yeah, what was that five straight? Does that make sense? I think we won. Five won. straight, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, the game on Saturday was not – we'll get into it here in a little bit – was not a pretty one. But, I mean, you know, it's like winning streak started after we lost the – whatever happened at Minnesota. Um Otherwise, we're probably looking. You know, otherwise, we're looking at seven straight because we won 
Nebraska before, or the Northwestern before that lost to Minnesota. Then we started out by beating Michigan State to start this five game, five game winning streak. Actually, this is the first game of the winning streak that we haven't scored seventy points, and we almost got there. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't pretty on Saturday by any means, but mm. a win's a win, especially in a rivalry win. series. Um, but uh, let's, let's go back to the Wisconsin game on Tuesday. Yeah. One that uh, came down to the wire pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an interesting matchup. Uh, Trayvon Williams did not have a very good game mm-hmm. Tuesday night, but Zach Eady did, thankfully, and Jay Nivey. That's mm-hmm. kind of become the uh, norm lately for the Boilers. <laughs> Those mm-hmm. two freshmen. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's crazy thing about especially where you looked at. I mean, where the season starts, especially Big Ten season. Obviously, the normal, the regular season, non-con ED started out pretty hot, but it was against you know some inferior opponents. But the start of the Big Ten season, you know, ED wasn't you know he was getting used to physicality and all that. But you know, the way he's uh improved just in Big Ten play alone has been pretty remarkable. And then obviously we've seen what Jaden can do. Just as the season progressed, I mean, he's. I mean, I, I wish, I wish he never got hurt because it'd be crazy to see where he'd be at now if he had he not gotten hurt. Yeah, and it's easy to look back. I mean, we lost a Clemson yeah. game without him <clears throat> and yep. without Eric Hunter too. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the one loss from earlier this season that now irks us all, and I think it irked us all at the time was Miami. Of course, that's yeah. the one that sticks out on the on the resume. Mm-hmm. But is what it is. I mean, this team's really. Besides Michigan, even Michigan, it was without Sasha. Besides Michigan, this team hasn't gotten their doors blown off. No, which, which kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's a god. We haven't had a you know, a, you know, just don't show up type of game at all. It's like now is not the time to have one of those. No, <laughs> if you're gonna do it, do it this week, not next week. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, have it. Yeah, we've had halves where we don't show up, but we haven't mm-hmm. had complete games, I guess. So. Yeah, these young guys has been fun to watch. They've been maturing and growing and developing as the years went on. Uh, but that that Wisconsin game, just going into it, I was just like, contain Trice, contain Trice, yep. contain Trice, and uh, did a pretty good job on it. Yeah, I mean, going into it, I thought we were definitely the better team, which is weird to think considering they had their entire I – mean, pretty much their entire team back from their Big Ten championship team last year. Um, but I thought you know, we were definitely more talented and – I definitely liked our big men a lot more. Obviously, they've got they said Trices, you know, as, as a gamer, and Davison has his moments. Um, whether he's you know hitting shots or taking shots at people, one of the other, he's always taking shots somehow. Um, Very true. But yeah, it was a, uh, I mean, it was one of those things where I feel like we had to win it just to kind of cement ourselves as you know, upper upper echelon team. Um, I mean, it was a top twenty five win at the time. Uh, look at the box score here. I mean, you looked at uh, is that Edie led the team with 21 points, Jaden with 18. Uh, the only other, only other player to score in double figures was Aaron Wheeler, which that was he's put together a couple really good games. Four in a row. Yeah, four in a row. Uh, we all know my love for Wheeler, so it's been really I'm really happy to see him. Better late but, than never. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's probably played as best he's played since. Um, I mean, late in his freshman, his retro freshman mm-hmm. year. Um. Yeah, just a little disappointing game from Hunter only had two points. Sasha only had four, even though he played 33 minutes. He, Sasha actually played the most. But I don't remember him shooting that much that he game. He shot one three, and then he was mm-hmm. two for five from the field. Didn't shoot a free throw. Travion, nine points, four of eight from the field, one for one from the free throw line. Played 22 minutes. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I mean, Newman had you know played a bit, only scored one point, uh, and it was a free throw. Obviously, you know, over five from the field, over two from the from the three. So he's definitely been struggling. He's, he's got one. some turnover problems going. You can tell his confidence has been hit a little bit. Right, but I think, but he's also one of those guys. I think he can any game he could you know, step up and. Yeah, we're gonna need him too. Yeah, I mean, he had a big shot. I feel like he hit he had a nice little shot in the Indiana game that, as they were creeping back because you know they were fighting back every time we I thought we could get a chance to blow them out. We mm-hmm. let them keep, creep back in, but then we never let them get within one possession. I think I don't think. Um, but yeah, I mean the Wisconsin game was a physical game as it is against Wisconsin, and it's one of those teams that feels really good to beat. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, only got them once this year, so it was mm-hmm. nice to beat them. Nice to get them now, right? Uh, then early in the Big Ten season, when it seemed like we got all the other big boys that yeah. we only played once: Illinois, Iowa, Michigan. You know, Michigan was a little later than the other two, but yeah, good win, like you said. And then um, and the one thing that concerns me a little bit, and it's probably something stupid that's concerning me, but Eric Hunter's late or uh, free throws late in mm-hmm. games lately. No, I think it's I the fact that he did it again in the Indiana game that that what made me concerned is like oh my god this is again not the time to be doing this um uh, yeah I hope it's just a little mental thing that he can get through maybe maybe he just needs to make a couple more shots in the game I mean because he what the Minnesota or the Wisconsin game he only took he took he was one for five oh two from three and in the IU game he was uh oh four from field oh two from three so yeah you hope that's one of those things. I mean, hopefully you can get some shots early and get some confidence. Uh, it's probably what it is. I mean, obviously we have no idea. But that is a little concerning given he's, you know, we need him in the game at the end of the game because of his defense. But he, if you hear that much of a liability on offense with free throws, I mean, that's, that's probably the reason why we kind of sub in Edie and Trey in, in, in yep. the games at the end because Trey is not a good free throw shooter right now. That's one thing I'll give Isaiah Thompson credit. He's proved he can hit some big free throws late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, but Hunter cuts to the ball better. So right, he's, like, yeah, he's a little bit bigger. I mean, not much bigger. Um, mm-hmm. A little more physical. I mean, I mean, Ivy's. I thought Ivy's been really awesome yep. down the stretch with with free throws. Which I thought his free throws weren't that great early in the year. If I'm not, if I'm unless I'm misremembering. No, no, um, you're right. But Newman's a good free throw shooter. But yeah, it's it's we need Hunter. We need Hunter in the game late. We need our, for a lot like, of reasons. But for a lot of reasons, also yeah. free throw shooting. Yeah. That was a good win, and then we had our tribal Indian Hoosiers coming in Saturday, and this, this was an interesting one because they've been reeling a little bit. They've been going in the opposite direction. Didn't know where their minds were going to be coming into the game, who was going to be healthy for them, who wasn't. Right. Armand Franklin was a game-time decision, ended up not playing. He's missed the last handful of games. Race Thompson was a game-time decision. He did end up playing with a broken mm-hmm. nose and a mask, but Race Thompson and Al Durham being their two lone seniors have never beat Purdue, so you knew they'd be wanting to get them a win, and I'm sure that players are tired of hearing about it from their fan base and then the coaches oh, yeah. and all that. But um, it was weird. I was not nervous. No, I wasn't either. That until was so- like the game started. It was just really, oh, really weird. Yeah. I was, yeah, I, I was talking to my dad before the game, we were getting lunch and I was like, man, this is probably the most confident I've ever, I've been in a long time going into uh, one of these games and I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I know like earlier in the year when we were playing down Bloomington, I was, I did not feel good about it. You know, I felt awful going into the game last year in Bloomington for Bobby Knight Day. Um, I always, I think, I just probably feel a little better when we play at Mackey um, for obvious reasons. Even though the crowd wasn't there, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I 
I was feeling very confident until about the second half. I think they cut it to four, and I was like, oh, my God, do not, like, not this now. You cannot do this now. <laughs> Once the game got going, and it's been weird this way all season, like, I just haven't got too nervous. I think the most frustrated I got all year was the at Maryland game. That was the one yeah. game I remember getting really mad and yelling at the TV. Besides that, I've been pretty good this year. I don't know why. It's like – Yeah, that Minnesota game, just because those are games we probably we, – Yeah. We didn't – take advantage of the opportunity when we had it. Um, Coulda, woulda, shoulda. I mean, we were yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was yeah, that was just an ugly game just because of all the – I mean, both teams are playing good defense, but not so much to where the turnovers were reflective of how good uh, the defense was. It was yeah. just a lot of just bad turnovers. I mean, especially from Trayvon, which was really disappointing. He struggled. Yeah, um, I mean, he had five turnovers. I mean, he led the team. He had a third of our total team turnovers. I mean, I only t- – only, let's see here. Only one person who played did not have a turnover, and that was Aaron Wheeler. No, that's crazy. Yeah, it's um, crazy. <laughs> Considering he's yeah not the best off the dribble. But yeah, it was. Um, I, I'll be honest though, I never want to experience another IU Purdue game like this. And, and, and what I'm trying to get at here is, I thought the energy for this game was way lower than the first. Oh game. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was just like the daytime Saturday game or what. I'm like, this feels dead. It just yeah. didn't even like. Yeah, I mean, it even had the vibes. It could have been, you know, and obviously, young team uh, who's you know hot right now versus a team who's like you said reeling. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. it was kind of a you know not overlooking, but maybe a little too confident and not expecting, maybe expecting Indiana just to kind of roll over a little bit, just because obviously I think we are the better team. I think we have more talent, which is you know we don't we don't get to say often enough against them. Um, But yeah, it was it was really weird. Like yeah, I feel like the game. Started out, and usually like these games you're you're starting out pretty tight. But I feel like this game was just we were too loose. I, mm-hmm. I think I saw. I think it was a niche from Boiled Sports. He said it almost like actually we were playing a mid major early in the year, and I couldn't agree more. I kind of felt like we were just going through the motions at the, yep. at the start, and like oh we'll figure it out. Which thankfully we did, but we got down what like seven nothing or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Wheeler hit a three, which was that kind of jump started everything, and didn't really look back. It was just, it wasn't even not having fans because that's just what it's been this year. It's just something I don't know if it was a mix. And I love the commentating duo, I think they're the best in the game. Oh, it was just something that was yeah. just like off. It was just really weird. I don't, yeah. I don't know what was going on, but hopefully we don't have to worry about that next year. Yeah. Um, but uh, always, always nice to get the win over the Hoosiers. Like I said, ninth straight in the series, it's been 1,843. 43 days since 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 Indiana's beat Purdue. That was February 20th, 2016. Yep. So um, just wild. Ray Davis here on our Facebook live feed says a lot of mid-majors could beat IU. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I could disagree with you there. We've seen it happen already in the past with Indiana State and <clears throat> IPFW. Yep. It's um, not going to disagree at all there. But, uh, yeah, I don't see – I think Indiana's got to make it to the Big Ten Tournament Championship just to get in the conversation of the bubble. Yeah, and it's – I do, uh, I think. Uh, and even then, they might just have to win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they they fell hard. Yep. Unfortunately, not unfortunately. No, it's so not unfortunately. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was uh, – it's crazy. I mean, they were, for a while, kind of like – I mean, obviously, they weren't, you know, four or five C, but it was kind of like, you know, they're – Pretty much in good thing because of the two wins against Iowa, and and then 
something happened and just, you know, the wheels fell off. They lost that, they lost that Michigan state game. And then that was what pissed me off was that really jumpstarted Michigan state. Cause now we're going to see their stupid face in the tournament, in the, in the big dance, I should say. So it's all their fault. Yeah. We got the big 10 tournament coming up this week, uh, conference tournament week for most of the, or all the power five conferences mm-hmm. and, and even some of the bigger mid major conferences. It was a week, uh, this week, a year ago where everything, um, what the hell? Everything I mean, we had no idea. Two days later, after a Monday, that we would see everything shut down, and that's yeah. what happened. And the sports world and the world itself got flipped on on flipped upside down, and we're still going through the motions. But at least we're going to get a conference tournament, and mm-hmm. it looks like an NCAA tournament says we're a week away. Uh, yeah, it's going to be different, for- but we're going to get yeah. it. It's not getting it. Yeah, hundred percent. It, it's going to be weird watching the Big Ten tournament from Lucas Oil. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm wondering if they're going to have a – because I know they've got the Final Four court there now. I wonder if they're going to swap it out or if they're going to you know, put a sticker on it or we're just going to just see the Final Four logo. I would think the, they'll put a sticker on it. But, but that's, that's a big sticker. That's, that's, yeah, that's, it could probably cause some traction issues probably. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, in two nights from now. But I, I do have some Big Ten tournament facts written down and some notes about all the Big Ten teams this year. Um, Big Ten tournament facts. Uh, this actually isn't a Big Ten tournament fact. It's just a Purdue fact. Uh, Purdue is the first Big Ten program to sweep Ohio State, Michigan State, and Indiana in two regular season series since Illinois in 1989. Wow. Yep. Which, I mean, you know, not knowing the, the how the teams actually are, if you would have said we sweep Ohio State, Michigan State, and Indiana, it's like we're probably definitely winning the Big Ten and we're probably – Top ten in the country. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wild. Uh, this is going to be the twenty third installment of the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Michigan State is the most wins with thirty two and the best overall record at thirty two and sixteen. Gross. They have the most titles with six. Gross. Ohio State second in titles with four. Then Wisconsin's third with three. Ohio State though has played in the most title games with eight, followed by Michigan State and Wisconsin at seven apiece. Illinois at with six. Purdue and Michigan four apiece in Iowa with three. Indiana has never won the Big Ten tournament title and has only made the championship game once, and that was in a losing effort in 2001 against Iowa. Hmm. Ohio State and Michigan each have had one of their Big Ten uh, tournament titles vacated. Michigan's was the very first one, and Ohio State's was 2002, I believe, for sanctions. Oh, I didn't know that. Sanctions on both programs. Wow. Uh, Purdue is 14 and 21 all time in the Big Ten tournament. A lot of those wins have come as of late. Yeah. Indiana's 13 and 22. So neither program is historically very good in this. No, especially North- considering a lot of times it's in our freaking home state. Yeah. Every other year or yeah. uh, for a while, there's five yeah. years in a row. Northwestern has the worst record overall, nine and 23. No surprises no there. Surprise there. Indiana and Purdue have only met once, and that was in the very first one. They've had definitely a couple opportunities, but usually <laughs> one, or if not both, find a way to screw it up. I remember back in, um, it would have been 2008, Purdue lost in overtime to a terrible Illinois team, and then Blake Hoff Arbor hits the shot and beats <laughs> Illinois, so the ticket value went from yeah. high, high, high to. Yeah, I think, yeah, we, we had a buddy who was supposed to go to the, yeah, assuming he was going to be Purdue, Indiana. They got to watch Minnesota and Illinois. <laughs> yeah, tickets literally went from like 200 some dollars to 40. Yeah. For good seats. How, many, yeah. how often have you gone to the Big Ten tournament? That was my first one I ever went to was 08. Okay. Went to 08. I went to 09. I went to 2010. 
went to 2011, went to 2012, and then I went to, like, I think you're 2016, 17, 18, eight of them. Wow. I believe. Nice. All in Baker's Life and one in Madison Square Garden. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you didn't go uh, to that I, one. Yeah. I, I know you went to one in the United Center. Yeah, that was actually the, the, my name the first one I ever went to, and it wasn't even a Purdue game. It was Illinois versus Wisconsin for the championship, and it was, I think, Wisconsin won. Who was their point guard back in Devin like, Harris? Devin Harris, yeah. I think I think they won it that year. Um, that's what I'm for. My hatred for Devin Harris was born that that year, apparently. I don't know, of course, I never liked him moving forward. He wasn't even a bad uh, dude. There's been know, so yeah. many more like, <laughs> Wisconsin guys than him. I don't know why. Um, that, I think that's that's my first memory. Um, I went to the championship game in 09 when we beat Ohio State. I think that was the second time I went. Oh, I know. I went to the um, 07 tournament when we played Ohio State when they had Greg Oden. It was the one we had just beaten Iowa to mm-hmm. kind of clinch a, 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 a tournament berth for the first time in a couple of years. Um, I remember I was sitting pretty pretty close for that game, and that was right when Greg Oden was starting to shoot free throws right-handed again, and I let him know he shot free throws better left-handed, and then he proceeded <laughs> to cash them right-handed, so he showed me. Um, I went oh nine, and I, don't, I, I went to a few, I went to one, I think, in 16. We played Michigan State. No, we played in the semifinal. I went to a Saturday game, and then we went to playing Michigan State in the championship, and we, played we lost. Michigan in the semi. Okay, yeah, yeah. I went to that one. I think that might have been one of the last ones I went to. I can't remember. Yeah, I um, I didn't. I've been to seven. I I forgot about the stupid one in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we lost. I, I didn't go to that one, so I've been to seven, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then one of the other ones we looked like we were gonna play in the end. It was in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, because they got up huge on Rutgers on, the, yeah. on, on Thursday night, and then Rutgers came back and beat them. Um, that was wild. They had, they had what Geo Baker? They had and uh, Sanders. Yeah, Saunders, Sanders. Uh, yeah, Saunders, Sanders. Yeah, because they went off on us that Friday night out in <laughs> battle. We got lucky that year. We had to play them in, in Penn State instead of Indiana and Ohio State. So. Yeah, but. Yeah, Big Ten tournament's always fun. It's got to be different this year. But uh, I got a few observations on every Big Ten team here. Actually, let's go. Uh, we'll predict games, and while we bring up the opponents, I will mm-hmm. talk about my observations. But we got Ray, one of our loyal uh, viewers here on Facebook, has a comment. Hoping Ohio State gets taken out so we don't have that dreaded third matchup. Always seems harder to win that third one after winning the first two. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think we, there's been many instances where we beat a team three times in a season. I think Penn State's the most recent I can remember. Yeah. yeah. So Alan Carver got something on Golden Black that, and it was not a very long list. If no, that. it's unbelievable <clears throat> enough to be a team. And I agree yeah. with you, but that's, we have to hope for Northwestern or Minnesota to beat them. I don't yeah. see that happening. I don't see that. Yeah. Especially with Minnesota with their injuries. Speaking of that game, that is the first game Wednesday night at 6 30. Uh, Minnesota Northwestern. I got some notes on them here. Minnesota had has played the most home games by far of anybody in the in the conference. They're 13 and 4 home, 0 and 10 on the road. And Northwestern, they started the season 3 and 0 in the conference, then they went 0 and 13 in the middle, and then they're 3 and 0 to finish. Okay. So the other peaking at the right time. Who are you thinking <laughs> in that one? I just have not been impressed with Minnesota as of late. Um, I I think I'm going to pick Northwestern just because I'm I think – I mean, 
So who's who's hurt with Minnesota? Is Robbins? Is Robbins? Robbins out? been dinged up and yeah. Kalashar's out. Kalashar, that's what I'm thinking of. And yep. I mean, that's a, a number two and three player right there. So yeah, I, in my opinion, I'm Johnson's thinking, pretty good too. But yeah, I'm thinking Northwestern. I mean, they haven't won. Yep. They haven't won away from home. So I mean, yep. what's a neutral site game going to be any different for them? I think they're. Uh, I think Patino's in trouble. Really? Yeah, I do. Ah, man, I don't. I, I think he is. Know. I mean, it, it's unfortunate for him with the injuries late in season, but I think. Uh, yeah, if he, I just, I just, I mean, I don't know Minnesota. I see him getting history. fired over Archie. Okay, I, I, okay. I don't, I, I haven't made I don't a disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he knows buyouts a lot smaller. I know they're more of a football school than basketball school, what, but I, I don't know their history of basketball. So it's like, I mean, it kind of reminds me of like Penn State a little yeah. bit. I, I don't know. It's just like, what are you going to do? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I, again, I mean. You have to get to a point. Same with like Collins at Northwestern. It's like he's not been good lately, but also it's like, granted for him, it was like he did the one thing that no one's ever, no one yes. else has been able to do. But yeah. it's still, it's like, okay, do you sell just for 12th, 13th in the Big Ten every year just because of that one year that he had a good squad? I don't know. But that's a great point. Yeah. I think Patino's just because of COVID, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's around one more year. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting. They're, uh, yeah. It's going to be an interesting situation. Nebraska and Penn State, two interesting teams here. Penn State has lost seven games this year by five points or less or in overtime. So they just can't get the get done the close ones. In Nebraska, all they got is they're better without Teddy Allen. <laughs> yeah. He must have been a cancer in the locker room. Yeah, I, I didn't really know much about that uh, this whole situation. What's – who did Penn State win the other night? Yes, they beat uh, Maryland yesterday after being down That's 16. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Penn State, Maryland. Uh, I like Penn State in this one. I think Penn State. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're one of those teams that if they, I mean, they, they chuck it. So if they're hitting, then watch out. And then uh, Thursday, you got uh, Michigan State and Maryland. And uh, Michigan State here, interesting little resume they got going on. Yeah. Um, why am I not seeing them here? Oh, there they are. They're four and ten versus te- versus teams projected in the tournament by Joe Lenardi. But three of those wins, three of the four against the big boys. Wow. Illinois, Iowa, and Michigan. Michigan. Wow. I th- yeah, I think just the way that Maryland's been playing poorly as of late. I, th- I mean, you're talking about a coach in trouble. Turgeon might be in trouble um, just because of how they've fallen. Yeah, I mean, Michigan State's been playing really well, and I hate it. Um, mm-hmm. I think Michigan State wins, and I would not be surprised if it's if it's a, a double-digit win. Aaron I Andrews think Michigan really State well. wins as well. I think Maryland has to have this game to get in. If they lose, I don't think they're in the tournament. So, do you think, think they have the – if most Michigan, pressure on them out of any team going into the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I would agree. So, do you think if Michigan State loses, do you think they're still safe? You think barely, yeah, but I they, think yesterday they got, they got them in. Yeah, very impressive wins, which is yeah. But Maryland's sweating, and in, in, in Turgeon, I think he's safe, even if they don't make it. But if they don't make it, I think his seat's burning next year, in my <laughs> opinion. But we got to remember they tied for the Big Ten championship last year, weren't able to play in the tournament because of COVID. Hey, Indiana so, tried Tom Crean after a big 10. You're, you're <laughs> right. You're right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think if he doesn't make it there, I mean, it can be interesting. If no one gets fired in the big 10 this year, it's going to be 
really fun to watch just some of these coaches just like hanging on by a thread next year with living living and dying with every game. Absolutely. Um, Then on Thursday we have uh, Indiana and Rutgers and Rutgers. um, They're four and eight versus teams projected in the tournament. Really, in my opinion, the one thing helping them get in tournaments, their Illinois win. Mm -hmm. I mean, they losing last week. I'm like, to by about 30 or whatever was the Nebraska. Yeah. I'm like, get them out. They don't deserve to be in, but uh, I think they're in even if they even if they lose to Indiana, I think they squeak in. Yeah, if, if they first lose, is if, 91. Yeah, if they lose, I think they're still gonna be sweating it. Um, yeah, because well, then then you need to pray there's no upsets in these other conference right. tournaments where they're gonna steal a bid. Um, like a you know if Gonzaga for whatever reason lose for whatever reason loses yeah. um like we Houston. saw a couple years ago in Houston um yeah I mean I don't know I can't see like who came out of the Big Twelve that would be stealing a bid mm. that's a pretty good conference um I I think Rutgers wins just because I mean I don't know how Indiana figures this out before then unless they do unless like unless they get Armand Franklin back which I could be kind of a little a little jolt for them uh, he's a really good player but. Yeah, if he's not back, I just I just don't see it. their guards have not been good enough to, especially when you got like Geo Baker, who's living for this moment. Um, yeah, I just don't see them. If, if Frank is not back, I don't see Indiana winning. Indiana doesn't shoot the ball well enough. I don't think um, Rutgers, no. you know, got them both times they played this year, and uh, you know, Rutgers they're probably one of the more dis- these two teams are probably two of the more disappointing teams in the in the league this year. Even though Rutgers was probably going to make the tournament, they were a lot better last year, and they yeah. shouldn't have been that way. Yeah. Um, but Indiana, they uh, 16 of their 26 games they've played are against teams that Lenardi has in the field. Wow. They're 3-13 and 13 in those 16 games. Yikes. They've lost in overtime to Wisconsin, Illinois, and Florida State. You flip those three games, they're probably in. Yeah, especially, I mean, uh, you, got, you got those two wins against Iowa. That, that was really mm-hmm. kind of keeping them afloat, and then you, you, you flip – Maybe even just two of those, and you yeah. probably got an argument. Maybe if they win one, if they win this game, then they're probably secure. But darn, <laughs> how the cookie crumbles there. Uh, nope. I'm going with you though. We got Rutgers. Yeah. So then we have uh, we both have Northwestern playing Ohio State. Already talked about Northwestern, Ohio State. They've lost four in a row, including three at home. And they're still they, top ten. This year, they've lost six games by six points or less. That's wow. why they're top ten, yeah, even though I yeah. don't agree with that. I yeah, I, I don't see Northwestern pulling this off. Um, I mean, Ohio State's good. They've got great shooters. EJ Liddell's a beast. Mm-hmm. Washington can go off and hit from anywhere mm-hmm. right now. Um, Arns is a is a sniper from that from deep. Yep. So it's yeah, I just. Fortunately, I don't see us uh, playing the Wildcats on Friday. Nope, no, we can be hopeful for the Wildcats or the Gophers, but yeah. I think we'll get the Buckeyes we'll Western fans on Thursday. But yeah, I don't yes. see it happening. And we both have Penn State playing uh, Wisconsin on Thursday, and Wisconsin's the oldest team in the league. This is this years. is going to make you laugh, Evan. <laughs> They're fourteen and two when Bo Browski doesn't ref their games. Oh my god. Two and nine when he does. <laughs> That's why Greg Gard says every effing time, Bo. He's got a reason oh, to complain right oh there. Oh my God. 
Well, I guess yeah. I just need to know who's who's got the assignment for that so will game. Bo, yeah, will Bo be ref the Penn State Wisconsin game on Thursday night? Just, that's this will be a good one. This will be a good one. Yeah, that's and I, I'm tempted to pick Penn State. I don't. I don't know if it's just because I just don't. I haven't been a believer in this Wisconsin team all year just because I just they feel fooled like, me. They fooled me earlier. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 was, I was just kind of just just for my disdain for them. So at times, and Brad Davison mostly, I, I didn't want to believe in them. I thought they were a fraud last year, winning the big yeah. minute part of that. That what like three teams who tied three tie with Michigan State and Maryland. Yeah. Um, Man, this is a tough one. Just because I'm, I'm, I'm going Bucky, but I won't be surprised either way. Yeah, I think I will too. Just because I mean, Penn State's been close, but they just haven't been able. They haven't proved that they can finish games consistently. And yep. yeah, I think. I mean, Trice is such a good player, and you know, you got. I mean, yeah, I think I'm gonna go Bucky. I think it's gonna be close. But yep, and that gives us our Friday games. We get a uh, third game between two rivals, Michigan, and Michigan State. Uh, Michigan here, they're nine and two against teams in the tourney that Joe Lenardi has an attorney, but they've played by far the fewest games against NCAA tournament teams in those 11. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the game yesterday, so I, I really didn't see what Michigan State was able to do that was able to. I mean, it was a low scoring game. Just uh, played well. I yeah. mean, which, which I predicted that last week on the pod that they would split. You did. I got you the splits did. right. And I just had that <laughs> weird feeling. I hated it, but. But I, I think I think the Wolverines get it done I think if they meet, meet it, up yeah. again. Yeah. Then we got uh, the four five game, uh, Purdue Ohio State. Um, my Purdue notes here: eleven and three in the last fourteen games. Lost two or three when Sasha was out. Played the big boys early, which really helped us, and we got a lot of them once: Illinois mm-hmm. once, Iowa once, Michigan once. We did get Rutgers once, and only Northwestern once, and then we end up because of COVID only getting Nebraska once. Right. So, um, but I'm still, even though we're playing so good, my big question mark is, are we for real? That's still my, yeah. you know, down deep down. I'm like, cause I know we've, we've talked off, off, off the air about this. Like my goal for this team start of year was just to make the tournament. Heck I would have right. taken being on the bubble right now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. but the, the fact we're going to be in is great. Now I just want to win one game. Then everything else, in my opinion, is gravy. I know a lot of Purdue yeah. fans are thinking, no, 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 Sweet Sixteen at least. Which uh, I know we're talking about. That. Which I get, but pump the brakes a little. <laughs> like it's still scary. This team's still young. I think their best days are still ahead of them. When hopefully we're able to have crowds and really enjoy it. Not that we're not going to enjoy a deep run if they have a deep run, because we will. We'll take it. But yeah. I'm just saying, I just I, it makes me nervous getting ahead of our expectations a little bit because then if we get upset in the NCAA tournament, everybody's going to be in an uproar. Yeah, I mean, hopefully cooler heads prevail in that. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I still want to play us in this game. I yep. still, uh, uh, I just because I, I don't, I'm, I'm tired of losing our first game or or, or an early Big Ten tournament. I'd like to at least uh, see us get one. Um, I mean, this will be, I think this will be the first time we play Ohio State where they've got a full squad because the first time they didn't have EJ Liddell, the second time they didn't have CJ Walker, which I don't consider that that big of a loss, but whatever. Um, too much sauce. Too much sauce. Um, I think this is going to be another super close one, but I just—I mean—I think we're playing really well right now. Um, give you know, hopefully, give the guys some time to practice, and hopefully, Travion kind of figures out what's going on. Hopefully, he has a good game. Um, I like this. I, th- I like to think we can win this one. 
good friend of the show and loyal listener and viewer Thad Mooney. I think he hits a nail on the head really right here. He says, Talent is for real, still young, and hate to say it's still bound to stumble. Yep. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It, it, Which, if we stumble, I'd rather it be on Friday. And that's what I'm predicting. I hate it. I think it'll be a close game. I can see it going either way, but is like Ray said earlier, it's hard to beat a team three times. We we yeah. even mentioned it. I think the Buckeyes squeak it out, but I'd right. rather lose now, get a little extra rest, than yeah. um, lose early in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. What I do like, though, even though we won, was just because we, we turned it over so poorly. I think that that gives Painter and the staff a reason to really get after them this week going into it. It's, like, it's not like we played a perfect game by any means. And being you know the fact that we played pretty sloppy, I think that kind of – I think you'll be able to get their attention. Yeah. I can be able to kind of – hone it you know kind of really focusing on you know doing the little things yeah i hope you're right i hope i'm wrong so yeah then we both have illinois playing Rutgers. illinois they're really the one big 10 team that i would say didn't have any bad losses all season no their only losses are against teams that are going to make the ncaa tourney mm-hmm. um this is this is interesting they're three and zero against the top four teams in the big 10 and they're 10 and zero against the bottom five but they're three and four against the f- seeds five through nine. Interesting. Cause they lost, um, they lost to uh, Rutgers, Michigan state, Ohio state. Um, I'm blanking now, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Who's the other? I can't. Yeah. Somebody else. Yeah. So, but I like the I like the line I over Rutgers. Yeah, I think they're the fact that they didn't get a chance to play in tournament last year. I think they're really focused right now. I played one in eight years. That is true. I'm reminded of that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fa- I think they're pretty pissed off that they didn't get a co Big Ten champ title. Oh, um, they are. Their fan base is big time. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, it's going to be you know whether it's you know um valid or not that it's a great I mean, it's gonna be an easy way for the staff to get you know have everything we have a chip on their shoulder i think they're out to i think they want michigan so badly in, in the championship and i think they want to do exactly what they did to them the first go around um so i think illinois rolls in this one then uh, iowa against uh wisconsin you picked wisconsin right over yeah, Penn State. Yeah, yeah iowa against wisconsin uh, I was nine and four against uh, teams that are projected in the tournament. Uh, three losses to teams that are projected not to make the NCAA tournaments. Big question is how bad is Joe Wieskamp injured? He went down with yeah. an ankle injury yesterday, and he was five for five shooting before that. Yeah, that's a, a huge question. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying you should. You should Wisconsin's going to win that game, but they were playing really well, and then freaking Bo and Carsonson made the the ref show and slowed that game down like crazy at the end. It was, it was unwatchable. Um, they're playing so much better now that CJ Frederick's back in the lineup. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a huge question mark is Wieskamp because he is, he's a great player, really good shooter. I, yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. Um, but I still think Iowa's got a little bit more talent. I agree I mean, with you. It has way more talent. Actually, let's be honest. They I agree with that. Yeah, Iowa gets it done in another yeah. close one. Yeah. So you have Purdue against Michigan. I have Michigan against Ohio State. Give me your prediction first. I think Michigan wins, but I think it, I think it'll be excuse me. I think it'll be closer than it was the first go around, just because we'll have Sasha. Um, 
hopefully that's, you know, some motivation for the guys. You know, the first go around wasn't, you know, who we tr- truly were, but I mean, Michigan just so, they're so freaking good right now. Um, they're definitely, you know, up there in the conversation. Even though they did stumble twice this week. They did. They got blown out once. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just think they're, they're more talented right now. And tough matchup. For Purdue, tough really. matchup. Yeah. They've, I mean, they're old. We're super young. Um, hopefully that's us in a few years. Um, they're, I mean, they're fun to watch. Uh, but I think, yeah, Michigan gets it done. I'm thinking Michigan over Ohio State. I think it would be a good one, just like their matchup in Columbus was. Yep. But I, I like Michigan a little better. Um, then we both have uh, Iowa against Illinois. They only met once, and Illinois got the better of them by five points. I think Illinois gets them again. I'm going to go reverse. And oh, okay. Iowa. And, and the Wieskamp thing's really tough for me to predict. Yeah. But assuming he's okay, I, not a lot of people are talking about Iowa right now. And I still think they're – I don't believe in their coach, but I think they're trying <laughs> to do some damage. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go Iowa and Michigan in the finals, and you're going chalk with Michigan and Illinois. Who do you got? Yeah, Illinois. I know. I, just, <laughs> I, know. I think, I, think – I mean – I feel like they're the team that's best equipped for a late for a deep run. Absolutely, but, but we've seen it. They're also very vulnerable for an upset. Yeah. I mean, our, our good friend is an Illinois fan. He's he's just predicting a loss to a 16 seed in the first round. Um, oh yes, he's very <laughs> nervous thinking about it. Yeah, so it's um, yeah. But I think I I just think this, and I could be making looking into it too much, but I just feel like they they wanted something out of the season and whether or not it, you know, it happens, you know, if they lose in the championship, if they don't win the big 10 tournament, they didn't win the big 10 and then they don't get to a final four. I mean, it's like, man, this is your best team you've had in forever. I mean, yeah, I mean, we can get to elite eights with you and that's awesome. But it's like, man, what do you have? I mean, you don't have any hardware. It would remind me of our 17, 18 team, second 100%. best Purdue team I've seen in my lifetime. And we got second, in the big 10, second, in the big 10 tournament and got sweet 16. Yeah, I believe. Great season, but it was. Believe, not, it was I don't even think we won our our like non-con tournament either. I think we played. I don't think we. I think we had like. I think we had something in the beginning of the season. We like went some, one and two. Remember? Oh, that's right. And then we, we beat Arizona, and they were oh, yeah. yeah, it was like a top ten matchup, and then yeah, both teams yeah, that's dropped. Right. We lost to um, Tennessee, Tennessee yeah. and then Western Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Hilltoppers. Yeah, Hilltoppers. But I think I think Illinois is going to be up for blood in this tournament. I'm going Iowa over Michigan. Really? I, in the Big Ten tournament's weird. It seems like a lot of yeah. times the one seed doesn't win it. And I always like that three-seed spot for what I was really hoping we'd get in the three-seed more because I don't want to play Ohio State. And I wanted to make sure I wouldn't have watch to the work. Game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> watch the game. But uh wasn't meant to be, but I liked your your comment about Illinois, though, having the potential to make the deepest run. I agree with you there, but also being vulnerable to upset. I think a lot of the teams in the Big Ten can make a deep run, but they're also all that vulnerable to get upset. That's what's going to be wild because yeah. I could see the Big Ten having multiple teams in the Final Four or, or none. none. Yeah. Or like I could see it be as far as like not even in the Elite Eight. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Which, oh my gosh, as, as much as as much chest pounding as we've all done as Big Ten fans and the meat oh. has done with Big Ten, if, if we don't have at least one Final Four team or even one of the championship games, yeah. it's going to, I mean, you just add on to the fact that we haven't won a, a, you know, a Big Ten team as a one since 2000. It's like, exactly. It's, it's embarrassing, it's, really. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like we get there and just stumble. It's kind of like Notre Dame in football. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. 
Beautiful. A few more quick notes here about the Big Ten and as a whole. Big Ten played 136 of 140 games. That's impressive. Uh, Nebraska at Purdue wasn't played because it ended up being meaningless for the tournament because they could have been played if needed to be. Mm-hmm. Michigan at Penn State didn't happen. Indiana at Michigan, Michigan at Northwestern. That's why Illinois fans are mad. Michigan yeah. didn't play three. I, 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 I would have to agree with them. Um, I think they should be – I get the whole – I said before, winning percentage is a thing, but, man, it's like they played three more games. That, I, mean, I know it doesn't always matter, but, like, I mean, head-to-head matchup, they whooped them. Um Maybe they even play more road games or something like that. So I I, I absolutely under, understand the frustration. Uh, I would have been I'd be furious if this was if we were in this position. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. Yep, I would be furious too. But I mean, I mean, fans in the Pac-12 can be furious because Oregon won the conference, played less games than I think it was USC or whoever was second, and then um, Villanova won the Big East, playing three or four less games than Creighton. So yeah. Some other conferences are in the same boat. Talk about a team that could be ripe for an upset is Villanova, just because they're <laughs> they're losing everybody. I, I think they'll be uh, fourth, four seed, five seed. Yep, I think their start I mean, has gone uh, down because of their injuries. Yeah, I mean that that five twelve game is always a, mm-hmm. a very favorable, at least one every year. Yep. It seems like so. I mean, I know I'm going to have a hard time not picking the upset. I guess it depends on who they're playing and who's healthy, but. I'm going to burn my bracket right now. I have no con- <laughs> This is my least confident I've ever been in yeah. a prediction. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be weird because I mean, what? And I was watching the video that we I think we reposted last week or whatever about when it got when it turned March of watching games from the tournament two years ago. It's like you're not gonna have any of that. Nope. I mean, you're gonna have some, but n- nothing to what it nope. is like. Whereas like everybody's pulling for the for the underdog, and nope. so you you might not see as many upsets this year just because right. just because you know the. You know, the winning team from the game before sticking around to cheer for the, the underdog. It's not going to be there as much. Yeah, I think ratings will be great because we didn't get a tournament last year and everybody's yeah. missing the tournament, but it is going to be weird. I mean, I think people will be watching and it's like, this isn't as fun, especially right. if you don't, like, you're not a diehard college basketball fan, but right. it is what it is. Hopefully, it's the only season we ever have to worry about it. Did they give an explanation of why they're doing Friday, Saturday as the first, first round rather than Thursday, Friday? Because Friday, makes, Saturday, then makes... Sunday, Monday for the second round. I hate that. I, I, I don't understand it. I never did see an explanation, no. So I don't know. Um, got a few questions for you for the Big Ten here. These are all senior guards. I don't think have futures in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I want to know if you think they'll be back or not next year for a potential fifth mm-hmm. or sixth year. Jordan Bohannon. Yes. Okay. You I'll think he's back for like his 10th year? <laughs> I think he, yeah, he's the Wisconsin route where everybody is 35 years old and Got, they've got a nice 401k set up already. Um, I, I think so just because I don't think he's going to be in the NBA. Um, they're definitely going to take a step back next year without Garza. Um, yeah. I think – I don't know about Wieskamp, though. That's the thing. I think I think almost Bohan is going to be dependent on what Wieskamp does. I think, I think if he comes back, I think it would be more inclined for him to come back. I mean, he wasn't the same this year as he was uh, two years ago. He hasn't been the same since his hip injury. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, why not? I mean, I don't know what the recruiting class coming in is like. Um, I don't think we'll see a lot of college basketball players return for their extra senior year unless they think their teams can do something. I think a lot of these guys are probably just ready to move on. Yeah, I mean, unless you just, I mean, 
maybe he's not happy with the way he played this year, unless like he, unless he goes off in the tournament or something like yeah. that. Um, but I feel like he's had a very disappointing year. I mean, I don't, but that's without looking at any stats whatsoever. Yeah. But I just feel like, yeah, maybe he wants to come back and have a, a better season or, I mean, maybe just doesn't, I mean, doesn't want to go overseas or doesn't want to go into the workforce. I don't know. But he's one that when I was watching the game yesterday, I was like, I feel like he'll be back next year. Okay. Brad Davison. I don't think so, just because they're losing everybody. Uh, well, I mean, suing. No I mean, they could all much. come back and be like thirty-five <laughs> year old. Um, I yeah, I think he goes. Yeah. Trent Frazier. I was thinking about this yesterday. There's rumors, according to our Illinois friend, that he could come back. But if he does, he might have to be like the main dude. Say, he'd be the only, in, He'd be in, the main um, guy. When, and what's his face? The other freshman they got. Um, Carbello. Carbello and Miller, but because Io and I assume Kofi Io's definitely gone. I yeah. assume Kofi's gonna go too. So. Yeah. Mm. That's a tough one, Nick. So I think mm. unless he just you know loves college and loves you know playing for Underwood. Um he was the one I was really torn about because I was trying to think about that yesterday of like who who might come back. Because like if Illinois loses not only Io and Kofi, but also Frazier and Williams, holy cow, do they take yeah. a step back? Yeah. So then, but then, like, if that's the case, does Underwood take another job? I don't know what would be open or what's a step up from Illinois. Yeah, get rid of self. I mean, they like those past Illinois coaches with self. A little shadiness again. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't. I. I feel like he would have to make a deep run in March to get. Yeah. Because if he didn't, Kansas fans would be like, well, he didn't do that great when he's in the Big 12 with the Oklahoma State, even though they got the term as an eight or nine seed. But yeah. Um, Frazier, answer the question. Um, I'm going to go yes. All right. I feel like he's back. Josh Langford from Michigan State. This would be a sixth year, I believe. <laughs> um, interesting. Because, like, you think if they have a, you know, I mean, they make the tournament have some decent success. If, you know, if Aaron Henry doesn't go pro, he's back. They got a good class coming with Max Christie and I don't know who else. Yeah, they got another top dude. I forget his name. Yeah. Man. But he might not want to compete with those young guys. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go no. Uh, just because I I feel like not a lot are going to come back and I keep feeling guys are going to come back. (laughs) Al Durham. Oof. A lot could depend on coach. And, yeah. And here, here's what does he want to play for a third coach? That's thing, even if Archie comes back or a new coach, when I look at the roster, what's going to change from this year to next year? Right. That's a, yeah. Actually, did, did he play for Crean or did he? Was, I know he was a Crean recruit, but I don't know if he played for Crean or if he was just a recruit and then came no, in. No, he wouldn't have played if this is Archie's fourth year. He would have been true. A, a I can remember. I can remember. Yeah. It's, so. That's true. That's true. <sighs> oh, man. My girlfriend loves Al Durham. <laughs> he's a really good guy. Um, I don't mind him. He doesn't seem to do anything against us. So. Yeah, I don't, do yeah, I don't, I don't ill will towards him. Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, just because I feel like if um, I'm assuming Trace Jackson Davis goes pro, um, you gotta think some guys are gonna transfer out. I mean, they have, it's basketball. It's gonna be a mess. Yeah, I, I, I could see someone like Finnessy transferring out. I don't know why. Um, 
but I feel like if, like you said, if, if Davis goes pro, you know, what's going to change? I think Archie goes Hoiberg and just brings in a bunch of transfers. Like just, just because he's got nothing less, he's got nothing else to lose at this point. I mean, I wonder crew coming in next year. Wonder crew. He's a big man. Um, he'll probably kind of fill in for if just, I mean, Trace Jackson Davis goes left, he goes pro. I mean, if Joey Brunt comes back, you've got him and race Thompson. If it was race Thompson. I think Joey's back. done. Yeah. Really? What I read the other day, it sounded like he wasn't so sure about coming back. Actually, well, I, I wonder if race will come back. That's, that's another question too. Yeah. I feel like, um, I, I, I just think, I think Durham's gone. So I just feel like leave the mess behind and just go make money. He'll make, he'll make money somewhere. Last one for you. Geo Baker. I was surprised he, I thought he was a junior, <laughs> but it makes sense with the looking back on Matt square garden and everything. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Yes. I think he's back. I, like so I, think, he, I think he's the most sure gone one out of the group. Really? I, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I, it makes sense. So what else? I mean, he, he, yeah. he probably has the best chance at the pros or at least doing some overseas out of those guys. And like, yeah, to make the tournament this year. What, what else? That's true. Yeah. I'm going to change it. Yeah. 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 That's, that makes sense. I, I think I, I was selfish. I actually like watching Joe Baker play a lot, except when it's in Purdue. Um, I think he's a gamer, but we got a comment here on Twitter on Periscope from Nicole. She's one of our followers on Twitter. I find it shocking that TJ. GJD is going to go pro with his complete lack of a jump shot. That's true. All the guy can do is dunk and get the free throw line and doesn't even make those. Flexes real well. Flexes real well. He doesn't have a right hand. Um, I mean, yes, the free throw line like crazy, but isn't still isn't still isn't a great free throw shooter for as much as he gets. The offensive skills of his dad. In the wrong era. (laughs) Yeah, his dad was a beast on the boards. Yeah, his dad was a beast on the boards. Antonio. Yeah, I just feel like he's. I feel like if he comes back next year, I don't know what else he can do unless he, you know, obviously develops that jump shot. But I mean, he hasn't shown any improvement other than taking a few jump shots this year uh, compared to last year. I mean, he's definitely improved, but yeah, I mean, he might be one of those guys who just wants to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think I, mock drafts I've seen, there's not a lot of Big Ten guys even in the first round aside from Wagner's a top. Guy projected, yeah, and yeah, everybody yeah. else is second right. round, yeah. I was an early second round, but I think like Jackson's like in the 50s, so yeah, I mean, that, that could be the signing factor, but again, I think, yeah, I don't know if he's just checked out or or what if he just wants to. I mean, I Brian Newbert had a really good point, I don't know if it was on the boards or one of his write ups of you wonder what he was thinking when it wonder what you know he was thinking watching you know pretty pound the ball inside with Edie when the mm-hmm. probably exactly what they told him they were gonna do with him but mm-hmm. sometimes people just want the bright lights before we talk a little spring football and wrap this up i do have one segment i like to do on one of my other podcasts evan but i want to do it with you since you're not only a purdue fan but a big 10 basketball fan as mm-hmm. really talked a lot of big 10 tonight yeah. Of i mean yeah that's okay um Word association. Oh, yes. Here we go. So I got every Big Ten team listed, one player from either the present team or one of their past teams. Give me a word or a couple words that comes to mind. Try to PG. PG-13. We'll go in alphabetical order. So starting with Iowa. Adam Woodbury. I don't remember him. I thought you were going to say eye poker. Remember he poked a dude in the eye? Oh, that's right. He's like lengthy. Yeah, I, I don't. I guys all look the same to me. They all seem the same to me. I don't really pay attention to them a whole lot. He was the dirty one who poked the dude in the eye. That's right. I forgot about that. 
Illinois, James Augustine. Daniel's good for you. We were in on him. We were cooking yeah. him pretty hard, but it was a little he's a beast. He was good. And, and I gave all these to our buddy who's in Illinois. Yeah. I knew that was his fair player. So yeah. some of these you're gonna laugh because you're gonna be uh, wanting to go hear his responses because I set him up pretty good. Yeah. Him. Indiana, Will Sheehy. Oh my god. <laughs> Anger. Because that was uh, we were there when he flexed on the student section, and that has that was the the most the angriest I've ever been in my life at a player on opposing team. Like I've never wanted to jump out of. The, I think we were I think we were upper arena. Yeah, we were like the first second row. Yeah, upper. I've never had the urge to jump down and punch a player in the face more so than we. And, and of course, we're getting our asses kicked. So that made it even worse. So couldn't do anything. But oh man, I've that, never seen more. Middle fingers together. Yeah, I was. Pro- I think I was joining them. You were. You were no longer, <laughs> You were up standing up. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. anger doesn't even do it justice. Marilyn Mellow Mellow Trimble. Um, it's coming to a bust. Not the right word I'm thinking of, but just under underwhelming. Okay. Yeah. He, I think he should have been. He should have been so much better. I think he should have been. I think they were thinking he was going to be a Yogi Ferrell type player, and he was good. But he, yeah, I think by the he end, king he, of the snapback. Oh, yeah, he was throwing his head back and getting yeah. more calls on those than anybody I've ever seen. Michigan Mo Wagner, annoying because he was so good. <laughs> he was annoying. He was cocky, but cocky. Flexing and he doesn't even have that big of a bicep in comparison to some of these other guys. And but yeah, he was his he brother's was, good too, which is yeah. double annoying. But brother's not yeah. near as annoying as he no. was. But Michigan State Cassius Winston, solid. He was just yeah. solid. I don't really. I, didn't, I mean, we kicked his butt a couple times, so I really nothing nothing bad against him. Minnesota Jordan Murphy. I was a beast. I said beast already once before, but man, right. he was. He, he was he, a definition. Yeah. Hated playing against them. Loved watching them, but yeah, he hated he playing 14 boards a game. Easy. He just yeah. couldn't box them out. He knew how to get the rebound angles. Nebraska was the toughest one for me to come up with. You've heard of the name. James Palmer Jr. Okay. I honestly forgettable just because I, I don't remember a whole. I mean, I. The same with Iowa. Like I just, I don't yeah. pay a whole lot of them. Don't really care. He was a straight bucket. He has more yeah. points in a single season than anybody else in Nebraska history. I think it was a little already. Really? Okay. He was just a bucket. When did he graduate? Uh, 2018, I believe. Okay. So I thought, okay, yeah. Well, why I brought him up is he banked one in against Illinois at the buzzer. I did this one on purpose too. Luka Murkovic. Remember him? Three ball. He didn't he hit some. Was he was he three point shooter? He was just a, a big foreign guy. He, he wore face mask for a while, and he yeah. was always pumping up the crowd yeah. like that. I think I think against Purdue, he he nailed some threes, and he I think he was throwing up the threes against us. I think so that's why I, I he think was very him. annoying. Yeah, douche is another one. I don't know. Ohio State Aaron Craft. <sighs> douche. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Kramer want to be. Yeah, Penn State Taylor Battle. Oh man, um, 
I don't know if that's the right word, but crafty. I don't know if that's the right word for him. I mean, he was. I, I liked. I like. Loved watching him. Um, one of those guys. That, uh, yeah, I wish he could have done. They would have done better for him, but it's Penn State. <laughs> Purdue, and, and you got to remember, I was giving this to an Illinois fan, mm-hmm. John Hart, <laughs> a lion eye killer. <laughs> yep. God bless him. We had lost three in a row with the best Purdue team. I think we both either have seen in our lives. We were kind of reeling at the time, so we put John Hart in. We got a technical foul because he wasn't even in the scores book. 14 (laughs) points, gets interviewed by Aaron Andrews after the game. Beautiful. Hey, that was five minutes of fame. And hurt his foot the next year when I I thought he was the third best player on Purdue's team the next year, and he hurt his foot and was never the same, ended up transferring. Rutgers, Geo Baker. Baller. Very well said. Wisconsin, Sam Decker. Shooter. He was a good shooter. Yeah, it, was, it was on one of those. I mean, Davison, didn't you? Huh? You thought I was going to say Davison, didn't you? I thought you were going Frank Kaminsky. I thought about it. I, I yeah. didn't take somebody. I, I had Tank in my head already to go. I thought you were doing Frank the Tank. Yeah. yeah, Decker was a great player. I mean, he had played on some great teams. Obviously, those final four teams. Um, yeah, I think he was. I think he was a good shooter. Yeah. Before we get to spring ball, why don't you hit us up with uh, what Mad Mush has got going on? Yes, sir. Pull up here. Uh, as always, as every week, Boiler Breakdown is brought to you by Mad Mushroom, serving Boiler Makers since 1993. Mad Mushroom is located in the heart of West Lafayette and is well known as the home of the original cheese stick. Whenever we like to visit, like to sit down, have a nice cold beer while enjoying their latest pizza of the month, which this month is the spaghetti and meatball, which is their signature pasta sauce topped with spaghetti noodles, meatballs, mozzarella cheese, and finished with a garlic and Parmesan crust. Next time you're in town, stop in and tell them Boiler Breakdown sent you for $5 off any order over $20. And any Boiler Breakdown listener can also use the coupon code BREAK5. It's all caps, B-R-E-A-K-5. Claim your sound code online at madmushroom.com. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Looks pretty good to me on that image. I like spaghetti. I like meatballs. I like pizza. So I'd be uh, totally willing to give that one a try. Absolutely. So... Yep, like Evan said, use that coupon code on Orient Online or just stop in and tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you $5 off any order over $20, and we appreciate them being a sponsor of the podcast for the whole season so far. Can't wait to uh, hopefully get down there. when uh, yeah, we'd love to uh, see if we can work something out with them to do a live feed or something from, from yeah. that place sometimes. Football season, yeah. Speaking of the, the pigskin, uh, spring practice has been underway, and it's it's only 11 days left. Yeah, I was listening to uh, I think it was a Sunday conversation, and they said that Alan Carpick said that uh, for Golden Blacks, that spring football is going to end before spring actually technically begins. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm in such a basketball mode right now. It's, it's a hard. Oh game. yeah, it's, it's yeah. been. It's been. I haven't been keeping up with it as much as I should, but it's, it's everybody's man, injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, every time they they, I mean, they're doing their, their, their whoever is putting those uh, videos together is doing it right because every time I watch one, I'm pumped up for the season which is you know given the last two years it's i was definitely a little worried about how my enthusiasm is going to be going to this year just because it was like it's a it's a prove it year for sure but i'm so far i mean obviously no results yet but i'm loving the staff that we put together uh, that brahms put together on the defensive side of the ball uh you kind of texted andrew and i um i put the video about mark hagan i think i mean i don't i mean i really remember Hagan as a coach back then, I never paid attention to assistant coaches, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's awesome. I love him. All the coaches have been impressive on their little intro videos. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it sounds like the defense is one of the first two scrimmages. Brahms mm-hmm. is more hands-on with the defense right now, so everything on the defense side sounds pretty good. So Apparently, it sounds like they cannot stop Carl Loftus, which I don't, know that, I don't know if that's an indictment on the they, offensive they line. Really or just dominating practice. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> <Which> again, <laughs> that's what like, I heard about I, Kerrigan going to his junior year. I hate about what do I hate about inter-squad scrimmages. Like, okay, is he is he that good, or is our offensive line just yeah, I know, I know, that I, bad? I know it. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I I'm excited to see what the new defenses. Uh, I mean, offense. I think needs to step up a little. I mean, needs to step up a little bit just in terms of consistency. Um, and the, obviously, we didn't really have much of a run game last year, so I think you'd like to see that. But I, what I, what I've been liking is just the tone of Coach Brom and his mm-hmm. interviews. I, I mean, maybe that just speaks to how miserable things were for the staff last year. I think never it sounded pretty bad. Yeah, because he. I mean. He didn't ask like he was seemed like he was enjoying himself last year, which I mean he was no. losing and he's a competitive guy, so obviously it's not enjoying it, but it just felt like he just didn't want to be there like at all, you know, was miserable. But it sounds like I mean, again, it's spring ball, we're not in the heart of the season, so yep. things could change by September, October. But I think the tone definitely is a lot better and it sounds like there's a lot more collaborative effort between all the coaches, which is good to hear. The one thing I hope they get sharpened up from the reports is the kicking game. Oh my Every god! They say they're not happy. <laughs> so much of punny. It's the kicking. It's like, yeah, yeah, guys, we're gonna have to get this figured out because we got, we were pretty lucky. I mean, Dellinger ended up being a pretty solid kicker. Mm-hmm. Spencer Evans was solid before him. I mean, we've been pretty fortunate, and we, we could be in some squeakers, and it could come down to the right, right <sighs> leg of the kicker or left leg if we have a left footed kicker. Yeah, we'll see very often. But yeah, I don't yeah. like that at all. No, nope. I mean. It's just being a Bears fan. This goes to the double. <laughs> I said, "Don't put it. In the, don't put it at the feet of the kicker." And we did. And I don't want that to happen to us. No, no. I just, yeah. It's we've seen bad kickers before in Purdue, and it's yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. I mean, I, I okay. I mean, this is a a terrible question, but would you rather have a a solid punting game and a mediocre kicking game, or mediocre? punting game and a solid kicking game mediocre punting solid kicking really yeah i, I think i was gonna go opposite just because just because you know if our offense is stalling man punting to the opposite you know 40 yard line is not not i mean and granted, also i'm going off of last year's defense where we yeah where we're going all that but if our defense is gonna be solid then i mean who cares where we give them the ball but yeah just just you can flip the field so easily with the punting game I guess but, I was going more in the points direction. Yeah. Keep yeah. getting red zone, keep missing your points. Like, oh my God. We just better offense be so good that we don't even need, we don't even need it. We oh, just, I hope so. Two points every time. Yep. Yep. So we got plenty of football talk in future episodes. Uh, we we're in the basketball mode, but I know spring ball is going on. Some people want to know what's going on. So I'm trying to keep you all updated a little bit. Um, should remind everybody that the Boiler Breakdown Podcast is also brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Um, for all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webb's Family Pharmacy, the professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. Uh, they got anything from – you can get your – prescriptions there you can get your over the counters um not only PPE. do that what's that ppe ppe um 
not only that, but they have a great gift shop too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you're looking for a birthday gift or whatever you want, or way early Christmas shopping, you know, sometimes you find something man, that'd be good. Late Valentine's Day gift, you know, Valentine's Day <laughs> anniversary present coming there up. You go. Um, they got a lot of really, really great things. So, um, stop in the one of their pharmacies if you haven't ever been there, Rochester, Akron, or Manchester. Um, you won't be disappointed. Boiler owned and operated. And the Boiler Breakdown is also brought to you by Shroff Landscaping Nurseries. Uh, Shroff Landscaping uh, has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping Design with you in mind. And I know they are looking for some help right now. I saw an ad on Facebook. Um, They're hiring multiple landscape labor positions. Uh, Email a resume if you're interested at shrofflandscaping at gmail.com. They're looking for seasonal full-time positions. Uh, It'll be Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And pay is going to be based on experience. So if you got some landscaping experience looking for a job or a change of scenery with your job, Email them their email them your resume at shrofflandscaping at gmail.com. You could probably also give them a call for more details at 574-223-2769. Good people. Yes. Also boiler owned and operated. I should mention that as well. So all right, Evan. Any closing thoughts as the boilers are rolling into Indianapolis Lucas Oil for the 23rd installment of the Big Ten tournament on Friday? I still can't believe that we're here. Um, yeah. one, one kind of a double being there, one that the season's already over essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it just started not too long ago. Um, but just also the fact that, you know, we're in a position to, we produce obviously in a position where we're solidly in the tournament, um, you know, playing for even, you know, a higher potentially three seed. What, I, what was my question? What do you think it'll take? Cause I think right now we're about a four. I think it's what yeah. we're consensus is. Yep. What do you think it's going to take for us to get to a three? I would like to think just one win over Ohio State would do it, but I think it still depends on what some other teams do. I mean, we could maybe move up to the highest four with one win. I would say um, win on Friday and Saturday. Get the championship, yeah, yeah. definitely three. I think I get to Sunday. And I don't think we can get to two at all, even if we yeah, want to thing. Hey, we need a lot of help. <laughs> and I think if we lose Friday, I don't think that bumps us down to a five. I mean, depending no. on what happens in some other conference tournaments. But I think, I think we're pretty safely at four. It could be a three. Yeah, if we I, do some a few more things. Yeah, back to my original thought. Just the fact that we're, I mean, in this position to be, you know, a four. I mean, the beginning of the year, it was hey, let's just make the tournament. You know, probably, you know, a, a ten seat didn't even care, but now we're, you know, a four potentially, you know, three, maybe even a five. But who cares at this point? It's just, you know, it's just awesome what Painters been able to do with this with this team and what the young guys have been able to do. I mean. You know, going into it, it was like, hey, we got young guys. It's exciting, but we're going to go as our juniors go. But now it's like, man, our freshman class is carrying us right now. And these guys are really talented. Uh, Zach Eady bookended his uh, freshman season with Big Ten Player of the Week the first weekend of the last week of the regular season, which is pretty cool. Uh, Jay Nivey won it twice. Newman won it twice. Gillis won it once. Uh, the future is bright, and it's just really enjoying the ride. And I mean, hopefully everybody's back next year. Obviously, you know, we don't see any surprise transfers. But it's just it's been a lot of fun. I mean, way more fun than I anticipated. I thought it was going to be, you know, we have some moments, but have some stumbles along the way. And, you know, it is what it is. But 
I've been really, really enjoying the season. Very well said. Um, I think, um, I mean, next week we can hit on the Big Ten awards a little bit. They get announced tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the player of the year is going to be Garza. I think the freshman of the year is going to be. Where do you think Garza? I, I'm. I think yeah. I almost in the three games sealed it. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, unfortunately, because I think you take Garza away from Iowa, they're worse. Well, they proved it. They're worse. Or Illinois proved taking Iowa away, they could still win. Even, <laughs> yeah, Michigan. I don't think Iowa could win without Garza. So I think Garza gets player of the year. I think Howard. Unfortunately, edges out Matt for coach of the year. Yeah, I think certainly so. I mean, I mean, Painter's done a hell of a job, but yeah. I, mean, I mean, Howard, they were predicted probably around the same position as us. I think a lot of polls, but I mean, just, up, probably. But, but they just they just so. dominated for the majority of the year. Um, who do you think defense player of the year is? I'm not even sure who. Probably um, that dude from Rutgers, Johnson. Is that his last name? They got a real good defensive player. Yeah. I think Johnson's his last name. I'll trust you. Uh, Brian Newbert voted him defensive player. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think Eric Hunter's going to make all defense, but I don't know if he'll win defensive player of the year. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's had I – mean, he's had, a, he's had a great season on, on defense. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think he'll at least make the team. I mean, I think I think Edie and, and Ivy both make all freshmen, but they don't win the freshman player of the year. I think Brandon Newman's probably going to barely mess out on all mm-hmm. freshmen. Who do you think freshman year is going to be? Dickinson. Hunter, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty – yeah. Yep, so. He's a pretty – a, a t- 20-year-old freshman who's two months old, younger than Trayvon Williams is a junior. That's wild, isn't it? But, and, and I don't think Trey makes first team. I think it'll be second team. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember. Do they do it by position or just five best players? I don't because remember. Because you could easily argue that there is – it's going to be Io <laughs> and then four big guys. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and, but if they do by position, it gets a little tricky. It's going to be a lot of good guys on the second and third team. Yeah. So next week we'll know about that. We'll also talk about where Purdue's going, of course, and give our predictions, all that good stuff. Uh, what arena are we going to be playing? And we'll have that scoop for you next week. And maybe it'll be Sunday night. If not, it'll be sometime early next week. Not sure what our schedule look like yet. But uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, wherever you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That really helps us out. And if you haven't already, please give us our Facebook page a like. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Boiler Break Pod. And subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels. We'd appreciate that as well. So, Evan, let's boil it up, hammer down, and uh, crack them nuts. Beat the fuck, guys. <laughs> boil it up.